Life is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Hi, Natasha! Hello! And welcome back, everybody. I'm good. Um, yeah, do you want to do our, our check-in? Yeah, okay. so, oh, um, just... so last week our cards were take the leap mm-hmm. and trust your intuition. Okay. I, I always so. forget. Um, yeah, so just for, if anybody's tuning in for the first time at the end of the episode, we always pick a card for each other and for all the listeners to see, um, for the week. Yeah, and then when we check in, when we start the podcast the next week, we talk about the cards we drew and, like, how that manifested for us and what we're – just kind of what we're going through. Yeah, yeah. Um, so did Take the Leap apply for you? I'm trying to think if it did for me. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, every week I feel like I just keep talking about intuitive eating and, like, what mm-hmm. a huge journey this is for yeah. me. But I can't not talk about it just yeah. because it's like – like, I will look back on this time as one of the big – breakthroughs of my life. Wow. You know what I mean? I mean, like it's this, huge. It's a huge deal. And, and it's also, been a my whole life. Yes. I mean, you were a gymnast that right. I didn't even realize that until last week. And yeah. that really, I feel like I'm guessing changes how your, oh. your relationship with food. Yeah. From such a young age. Yeah. And so, so many different ways. I mean, a gymnast and then an actress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Double oh my whammy. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just such a huge deal. So definitely with Take the Leap, I can feel like, I can feel that, like being on that borderline of like, can you really just totally trust your body and just eat what you want to eat and let your body do what it wants to do and be whatever size it wants to be like? Yes. And then I can feel, yeah, I can. Oh, I think I can. And oh. it feels so so freeing. That's, and then, I mean, I'm terrified too, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are both on this journey. It's a little less loaded for me, I think, um, because I didn't, for me, it all happened later on in my life. That It was like after I became pregnant that I, I'm a, I think I might be a rare person that never really dieted before that. Hmm. Um, but, um, but I'm also like, you know, white naturally thin, you know, so I play into like society's, um, whatever acceptable quote unquote body type. Um, so yeah, but I didn't have to try at all. Like I didn't diet to be that way. I was just naturally that way. And, um, anyway, and, and so I am, I actually am in kind of a weird place with it. <laughs> now I don't know. Now this is becoming an intuitive eating discussion for, <laughs> because we're both doing it. But I'll just say that, like, I am in a weird place with it because I'm further along and um I have made peace with a lot of foods. Like, I don't feel in control, like, controlled by sugar or bread, but I'm also not making healthy choices and I have gained weight. And so now I'm in a place where, like, having to – love myself at this weight and which is hard this is hard for me and um figuring out how to eat healthy but the, according to the fuck it diet i guess you will naturally start craving healthier foods when you've really truly made peace with everything and when you go yeah she says it's a rite of passage to put on weight after you've been restricting oh, and then right you, remember that yeah like you're gonna do that and then 
once you really truly are believe you can eat whenever you want and whatever you want, mm-hmm. then you just naturally stop wanting to eat things that are not. I mean, yeah. you still might eat things that aren't totally healthy all the time, but yeah. like it, it'll be a healthy natural balance. Yeah, yeah. So that I guess I'm in the rite of passage, which is challenging, and I guess it is also taking the leap. Like, because I mm-hmm. did vacillate this yeah. week with, with like, fuck it, I should just diet again because oh, you know, yeah. yeah, because I don't like being heavier. Although yeah. parts of me do, I have to say, I am actually loving my body more in some in some ways. Um, like I never had a butt before and so that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, but the other part I was like, oh, I can't take it. Rolls. I've never had rolls before. Oh. Like I, I can't take it. I should just diet. But then I'm like, no, just breathe it. Why are you doing it? You know, and the, having freedom truly is like amazing with food. Like it is worth it. And, but it is taking the leap. You know, yeah, and trusting, yeah, so it, taking the leap and trusting your intuition. That's exactly the cards that we got. Like, that's oh been, yes, exactly. So yeah. we are very much in the. Sorry that there's not a lot of diversity in our experience right <laughs> it's, now. It's a big deal for us. So yeah, and it so really if you don't is. know exactly what we're talking about, and you're oh, curious, yeah. we do highly recommend this book called The Fuck It Diet. Yeah, so yeah, and that I'm trying to think. One another thing this week though that was really great for me is I've decided to. Um, I used. To to play the fiddle um a lot like I actually just got into it um I guess it was like four years ago and then I had this really bad friend break up we were in a band oh. together it was really bad and I just stopped playing well first of all also the fiddle for me was like it was really weird like I just knew how to play it like I can play by ear I've never had that oh, experience with something where amazing. I yeah it was really like I started to cry actually when I start when I held it for the I did play it as a kid but not um that it was like real I didn't like it as a kid and it was all classical music and this was just Uh. like um you know regular (laughs) regular music um modern day (laughs) standard (laughs) yeah it was like you know all kinds of pop indie um Americana anyway and then I just like I could play it it was really weird and um but then I stopped for after this friend breakup and I just started again and I had that experience again where I started to cry when I was playing oh. it and it really brought a lot of joy. So this is another take the leap for me because I've had a lot of resistance to playing it because it's so attached to her in some ways oh, and that yeah. that experience and also like I'm hearing music again, writing for writing music. I'm oh, I like hearing it in your mind. In my head, yeah. Oh. And I and I was kind of ignoring it before and then it shut down, then I started hearing it again, so I've been playing it into my phone. So that's another trust your intuition slash take the leap. That's exciting. Yeah. So yeah, if anyone else had that, um I don't know. I like to hear back if people resonate with the cards also. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Um so sh- yeah, go ahead. So we have questions, should we? Oh, yes. We talk? Yes. Thank we you. are so excited that we have some questions yes, this week. Yes, a lot of questions. And if anyone has, I mean, we won't, yeah, there's like three, I think. But if if you do have questions this week, you can write into magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Right? Is there another place? <laughs> um. Well, the contact form on my website, com. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. That All works, right. too. 
So, yeah, thank you for your questions. Let's hear them. Okay, so Jen has two questions. Okay. Her first question is, could you explain in a future podcast spirit animals how to communicate with them or identify them trying to communicate with you? Hmm. Do you want to start? Um, sure. So when people say spirit animals, um, I don't know if it is. Do you have a specific, like, different than guides that are animals? Well, um, I, what I was thinking of was one of my spirit guides who's an animal, but I know that oh. also mm-hmm. at certain times, different animals will show up for me, like messages from the universe. Like there's a certain message from the fox right now oh. that might be coming through. But then I also have one of my spirit guides that's an animal that has stuck around for decades. Uh-huh. Now, wait a minute. What do you mean the fox has a message? So like, for example, Maybe I will see a fox, oh. you know, run across the street, and oh. then someone, <laughs> and then I'll like hear someone talking about foxes, and then oh, I'll like see okay. a cartoon with foxes, and then I'll be like, oh. okay, all right, fox, give it up. Fox what do you want to know? Yeah, I mean, what do you want to tell me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, fox, so got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, message from the universe, like in that form, okay. and there's like a. I feel like that is an aspect of like the archetypal fox coming through to give me a message. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess we're similar in that um, I I have many guides. I mean, I feel like most people do. And just some of them are like one of them was my cat, Dr. Schwartz, who passed away in September, um, who I didn't realize was part of my spirit guides. Like I have like a group of spirit guides that have been around for as long as I've been talking to my guides. Um, and I have other ones too that I could talk to, but this is like my core group and she was part of them and I didn't even realize it until she died. Oh, she was part of them while she was alive also? Yes. So she came from them to be with me for a little while and then went back to them. And it really makes sense because she used to, when she was in body, would just like sit next to me and stare at me with love, like just beaming love. Like I wouldn't even be touching her. I mean, I'd be touching her because she'd be in my arms, but like I wouldn't be petting. She'd just be beaming, purring, beaming love at me. I love that. And this is the cat that you have a tattoo of, correct? Yeah, one of the two. I have two. Oh, you have two. tattoos, yeah. Really beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful tattoo. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So she told me afterwards that actually her name is Persephone and she came from these guides. Oh. So I call her Persephone now. When she was in body, she was Dr. Marlena Evans Schwartz. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so that is one guide. And, um, you know, I was told a long time ago that everyone has, does have like a specific animal spirit guide. And, um, I believe that, but, um, I haven't like, I guess I kind of, yeah. I'm just tapping into that right now, I'm thinking. Well, you know, that goes along with there are some um, magical practitioners that talk about the fetch, that we each have what's called a fetch. Oh. That is um, like a, an animal, it takes the form of an animal, It's um, and it's connected to our soul and spirit. And when we can become conscious of this relationship with this fetch, then we can work magic with this animal. So that's what I think of as my, I didn't realize it until I learned about the concept of fetch. But even before that, I was in contact with one of my spirit guides who's an animal. And then I realized, oh, that's my fetch. And I think that might be what some people 
mean when they are saying fun. like one spirit animal that uh-huh. you have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I'll have to talk to him later because I did just see, I was like, oh, I didn't know you were there. There's a bear. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Which is also funny because Brett always <laughs> rub Brett, my husband, and our wonderful producer rubs his back against the wall all the time to scratch himself, and I hate it. And then um, he got a reading at one point from one of my friends who told me that he used to be a bear, that he was oh, a bear. And I was like, I could oh. And then I saw a bear in the woods scratch. I didn't, and I saw it on a documentary scratching himself <laughs> against the tree. And it was just like he likes to do. And it probably was like, cute. is it less annoying to you now? And I was like, yeah, it is. Actually. Yeah. So it's funny that I just saw a bear might be one of my spirit animals, but yeah. So basically it really is just like any, any other guide. And if you guys quiet and um, tune in and just ask for your spirit guide to come your animal guide or uh, you know again always in my opinion always use boundaries I mean I think your your animal spirit will not be invasive but it's just a good practice to get into to just be like outside of my space will you come say hello and then just trust um, what happens yeah, so you could surround yourself in light, mm-hmm. call on the divine to surround you in a sphere of light. Yeah. I know when I met my animal spirit guide, I was listening to uh, one of my a music that's still to this day some of my favorite music to listen to, period, but especially when I meditate, and it's yeah. the album Shamanic Dream by Anugama. Oh. It's really hypnotic, so oh. I feel like it helps with visualizations. So when nice. I met the spirit guide, or fetch, I was listening to this album and I was medi- doing a visualization where I, it was a visualization, I think I found it somewhere on the internet, like in the 90s, I, it was going around, it was called the Crystal Cave Meditation, where okay. you visualize walking through a uh, crystal cave, like red crystals and mm. then orange and then like yellow topaz uh, and emerald all the green. Yeah, and you get to the outside of the cave and then go up a mountain and get to the top of the mountain in the sunlight. And this wasn't supposed to be a part of the meditation, but once I was at the top of the mountain, this animal, I don't know why I don't want to share exactly That's like okay. all the details of this yeah, guy, no, but he... Fine. He appeared wow. and I just felt, and still now, even now, it's mm-hmm. like he's so present for me. I can imagine what it just, he's just so there and yeah. so a part of me and a part of my heart. So Aww. you could try a, a visualization like Definitely. that and just lightly set the the intention to meet with your animal spirit guide. Yeah. Yeah. It really is a lot easier than people think, I think. <laughs> it's really just about tr- take the leap and trust your intuition. And when the time is right, you'll meet you'll meet who you're supposed yeah. to meet. But I mean when you do those kind of things, I think people often doubt themselves because you're so used to living in your brain and oh, like, oh, yeah. I can't see this, so therefore it's not real, you Yeah, know? and I don't know for sure. Yeah. So with that, not to make I like fun to... of people. I didn't mean to be mocking. That was oh, a weird no. voice I just used. This is how we all are taught <laughs> yes. to think like in yeah. elementary school. Yeah. So so what I like to teach to go beyond that um is to say to yourself well, I know I don't know, but what if I did? Mm-hmm. If I did know what my spirit animal was, mm-hmm. what would it be? Yeah. Then you give yourself license to not know. Right. Or even just like, okay, maybe this isn't true, but what if it was? Let me just play yeah. with it as if it is true. Mm-hmm. And then the more you do that, the more you start to just naturally trust yourself. Yeah, exactly. Because things will uh, come up 
you'll get affirmations. So it'll be like, yeah. whoa, that, that I believe that. Yeah. And also you're the only thinker in your mind, your relationship with the divine, with all that is, that's really all there is. So there yeah. isn't an external right or wrong. No. Great. All right. Let's move on to our next question. Okay. Our next question is also from Jen, mm -hmm. and it. What if is, all our questions were from Jen? We got <laughs> ten questions. Oh my gosh! And the next one is also from Jen. <laughs> no, this is the last one from Jen. Yeah. So she had two. So she says, "My second question is for those of us who are very unbalanced in our elements on our natal chart. I have fire and eight houses. What's the best way to try to bring ourselves into balance?" Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like this is this question could be. Um, asked really of outside of astrology as well. You know, if you were feeling, I don't know, spacey or um, super angry a lot, you know, basically what can you do to bring yourself in balance, right? Would you agree with that? Um, yeah, in, in one aspect. I oh. think I have another aspect to come at the answer from. Oh, let but me you hear should it. start with that. No, so oh, well, I was just going to say, for instance, I have a lot of air in my sign. Um, so it's hard for me to, well, it's easier these days, actually. But especially when I was younger, I was super ungrounded and I would forget things all the time. And I mean, I guess I do kind of, <laughs> if anyone's listening to this podcast, they may have sensed that I'm an air sign. But, um, but I really did used to like, one time for my birthday, my best friend when I was 15 bought me 16 sets of keys, of my keys, just so, because oh, I was always listening to funny. And I lost every single one of those keys. No way. I did because it, it was almost like an invitation, like, I don't have to keep track of this. Oh, right. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. So for me, I have to get, like, super aware of how to ground, right? So um, I just... That's why I was saying, like, it depends what you're doing. Like, so I would, I, if I'm feeling spacey, I like have my labradorite that I hold on to that really grounds me instantly. I try to connect to my body, my breath. Um, what else do I do? Get out like my, in the earth, put my feet on the ground. Really, like, really it's about connecting to my body mostly because once I do that, then I feel more present, being present. So that's like you know, one way for that. Um, if you're emotional, hmm, what would you do if you were, I guess, again, ground, emotion, to balance emotions, get more into grounding. Um, well, so yeah. Yeah. It, and so I guess different. our answers mm -hmm. aren't that different. So okay. working with all four elements can help anyone. But so with you specifically, Jen, you, so you feel extra fiery. I would, I think I would change, maybe change your, um, your narrative mm. that it's not, you're not unbalanced. You're just very fiery. Oh, I like and, that. Yeah. And so, you know, Natasha, you're very airy. And so what are <laughs> the blessings of that? And mm -hmm. how, you know, and not to, and you don't want to ever try to contain fire anyway, <laughs> you know, like mm -hmm. it, you want to mm -hmm. let it be, but mm -hmm. then tie it into other things. So what's fire? It's being very passionate. Mm -hmm. It's um, being really lively, really energized. Mm -hmm. And Maybe how can really you creative. Yeah, creative. Mm -hmm. So how can you channel that? How can you celebrate that and channel that? And then when you channel it, you can combine it with the other elements. Mm -hmm. So for example, if you do something creative, you know, something creative in the physical world, mm -hmm. the physical world is the earth element. So mm -hmm. you're combining your fire with the earth. Mm -hmm. If you 
if it's something creative that has to do with emotions, the emotions are the water elements. So mm-hmm. you're combining fire with water. So work with your elements, work with I your like personality, totally accept it how it is, and then and then work with it. I guess I'm coming. Yes, I absolutely love that answer. And I feel like maybe I'm relating a lot as someone who has felt out of balance. So, um yeah, so I do agree. Always the first step, if you, like, if what you're saying is you feel out of balance with the fire, um, like maybe you feel too quick to anger or um, let's just go with that, then then maybe trying to, I don't, I'm just spitballing here, but like if you are quick to anger, may, my gut feeling with that is like maybe you're not expressing your real needs in the world. So it's coming out as anger only, you know, I don't know. That's just one example. But just trying to find um, ways that you feel more balanced by using, yeah, the other elements. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I like to. And do I probably just to... said what you just said very ineloquently. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I like just to, to daily. <laughs> yeah. <Come on. laughs> um, to meditate when I meditate every day, I like to take a moment to connect with all four elements uh, at each cardinal yeah. point. So mm. I lately I've been facing east. So I start with air and in front of me, and then fire to my right, water behind me, earth to my left, and then I anchor into the core of the earth and connect with the cosmos. So I have up and down as well. And that's the spirit element, the fifth element of spirit. Mm. So doing that every day helps me to remember balance. Mm-hmm. And I think it helps um, balance the the poles. Mm-hmm. So like extra fire might be balanced by you know, some more earth, some more water. Right. That's also what I was thinking is like, if you know what you've feel really out of balance with like oh I need more earth or I need more emotion you know like to seek out that stuff yeah like you could take a dunk in water or go Mm -hmm. walk barefoot on the earth you know actually those everyday things those really easy answers are sometimes the best ones yeah I don't know what you would do for air be like me and just um forget things (laughs) if you want to bring in more air yeah (laughs) I mean, I would think anything with language, with writing, um, um, with you could actually stand out in the wind, let the mm. wind, or watch the sunrise because that's the east, which oh, is aligned okay. with the air element. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. But also, ultimately, I do like what you said, that embracing, because if you were born on this earth with all that fire, then I feel like you're supposed to use it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. Find mm-hmm. ways to channel it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so our third and final question. You want me to read this one too? Yeah. We okay. have them all. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, where do I start? This whole new age world is vast and has so many <laughs> intriguing little neighborhoods. It's overwhelming in a good way. I feel like I, and by the way, this is from Opal. I feel like I, love I have Opals, a, by the way. I know. Me too. <laughs> I feel like I have a basic knowledge about tarot and oracle cards, Wicca, astrology, etc. But mm-hmm. I listen to podcasts or read articles where someone mentions Akashic records or tapping, and I don't know anything about those. Is there an atlas that someone who is taking the first steps down the path to discovery can use as a map? I want to be sure I don't miss out on any of the treasures, and I could use some advice from the locals. Do you know of an atlas? 
Well, yes. And that, <laughs> that atlas Hermione. is your own, your own joy, your own excitement, oh, okay. your own interest. I think she meant, um, an actual book. Mm-hmm. But that yeah. was my answer anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So if you're, I, that's funny because I really thought that you, being so much like Hermione would have an actual <laughs> atlas. But I was going to say <laughs> the same thing. Like if you are drawn to EFT, I mean, basically everything I've ever learned was just like, oh, that's super cool. What's that? And then I dive into it. So yeah. like, especially EFT. And you're that's tapping, tapping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's so much, there's a lot of YouTube videos on on tapping. Tapping is really great. I use it with it's my great. kids, even though they really say they hate it, my kids, but it puts them to bed instantly. Like the mm-hmm. second they start tapping, they get tired. They so in case you know. guys don't know what tapping oh, is, it's saying, it's speaking uh, uh, certain words and then tapping on certain parts of your body in certain ways. It's like if you it's basically like the acupressure acu, oh, yeah. yeah, pressure point so you're you're just using two fingers and tapping on acupressure points while you talk about things that you're either anxious about or upset about or for my kids they use it when um they want to when they are can't fall asleep. And so like you just tap on your wrist and you say like even though I'm having a really hard time falling asleep and I want to fall asleep but I can't fall asleep I deeply and profoundly love and accept myself as I am anyway so you do that first part three times and then you go through all the acupressure points Basically, yeah there's books on very, it exactly. there's videos on it and yeah. you kind of shift the belief as you tap yeah it really and works because it really amazing. connects the mind talk about like combining elements I feel like it really gets you out of your head and into your body yeah I forgot it kind of forgot about it I want to oh yeah it's really good um but yeah so I agree like just yeah following there's there I have not found there to be like one you may know but one atlas that gives everything all the information yeah I will say that my latest book you are magical it does focus on helping you awaken to your own unique path like what is interesting and exciting to you and that's Mm. to me that's the whole magical spiritual path it's what is inspiring you today like Mm -hmm. I I mean it's only been in the last maybe five years that I've gotten into tarot Mm. um I right now I'm really too actually oh really that's so (laughs) weird it's when I moved to Asheville that I started to get into tarot I remember we did a tarot reading about you moving to Asheville I don't know if you remember this when we were in LA it was like when I was first getting into tarot oh how funny I know vague memory yeah so so but yeah so I just started getting into tarot then right now I'm finally starting to get interested in the Kabbalah, learning about the Kabbalah, which uh-huh. is pretty um, ornate. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that's now. funny because I just took a Tree of Life class um, oh. centered on the Kabbalah. Yeah, so see, this is what we do. We just like find our interests and then we, yeah, there isn't like um, a dictionary for that has every single modality in it, I don't think. Although... I should say that, um, you know, I'm a professional energy reader and I still bought this book on, it's like called The Complete Guide to Subtle Energy Systems, I think. I forget who the author, I'll, we'll put it in the show notes. I'll look it up. Um, cause I just like really am a nerd about it. <laughs> like I love reading it and that is, that does kind of have an atlasy feel to it. And there's also a chakras one that I, they're huge, like really, really 
big books, um, like dictionary sized. Um, and it has a lot of pictures that are fun. Yeah, there's a, I mean, there are a lot of books. Like there's a, yeah. Judica Isles has, I love Judica Isles and she has a oh. lot of reference books. And one of them is the complete guide to witchcraft or the A to Z uh-huh. guide to witchcraft mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. But still there's but, just so many. Yeah, there's so much. There isn't, that's kind of like, I guess is it kind of like asking like, is there, a, well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I was going to say like a guide to every single medical con- <laughs> modality in the world, including yeah. chiropractic. Yeah. So yeah, it's follow yeah. your bliss. Yeah. And I mean, remember too, that you don't really need to know. There's nothing Mm-mm. you need to know. It's all <laughs> like we being here now, being in the present moment, yes. um, loving yourself, Supporting yes. yourself, thinking thoughts that support you. I literally, you know, those are the basics. Yes. I literally just put that in my newsletter. That's going ah. out tomorrow. If you would like to read it, you can uh, subscribe yeah. um, on yes. com. <laughs> <laughs> Little plug for myself. Yeah. That's actually what I – the message I keep getting these days is like truly if – now – it's nearly impossible to do this. But if you were just absolutely, your only focus was being fully present, feeling all your feelings in the moment and just being a hundred percent present, then you would be completely spiritually like enlightened and like you would be on your spiritual path, your high spiritual yeah. path. Yeah. So to me, new age spirituality, it's creativity. It's the same. Mm. It's like a way of what's inspiring me today that for me, the learning about tarot one day, you know, doing an elemental meditation another day. These things help keep my spirituality fresh. They help keep me inspired. Some people, maybe just there's just one path that Mm -hmm. they feel totally inspired every day when they practice, you know, mindfulness meditation. That's great. Everyone's different. Yeah. I think ultimately she was wondering if she could read about everything everywhere. And I guess our answer is maybe not. So just like follow (laughs) your, (laughs) whatever you're into, then just Google it. Oh, yeah. live in a great world. You know what I love doing too, which so many of us love doing that are on the spiritual path is yeah. going to a metaphysical bookstore. Oh, yeah, One of the fun. best things yeah, to do so with your fun. time. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Wandering the aisles. Yes. When I was like 16 and visiting LA, I'd go to Bodhi Tree bookstore. Oh, yeah. I think they closed it. They did. But it was like my favorite thing to do. My first one ever was Alexandria, too, in Pasadena. Oh, I don't know I had that. just moved out of my small town there, and oh, I was just like, wow. there's a, a metaphysical bookstore <laughs> in the world. <laughs> That's so great. All right. Well, thank you so much for your questions, and yes. keep them coming. We like to answer them. Yes. Um, and now it's time for the energy report where I share recurring patterns I've noticed have been coming up in my energy readings. So this week was a little, um, well, it's interesting. Basically, I've noticed there's been a lot of relationship readings, a lot about boundaries, and I was remembering that Saturn is still in retrograde, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like this is going to be <laughs> the energy report until Saturn's no longer in retrograde. Um, but boundaries, huge deal. Boundaries and just relationships and, and yeah, boundaries within relationships and then also like karma, like old, old funky stuff. Yeah. I think just like <laughs> funky stuff coming like up. Like the big stuff. 
right? Like yes. these are the big issues yes. that are coming up. Yes. Yeah. And also it can feel if you haven't been – well, I was going to say if you haven't – well, definitely if you haven't been addressing it, like, and your stuff as it's coming up along the way, unfortunately – well, not unfortunately, fortunately because it's – you need to get it out of the way so you'll feel good Um it, it's coming up. It's going to be coming up. And I mean, I don't tell the future, but it really does seem like that's what's happening. Yeah. And then even if like, I'm not saying I'm like some Buddha, but I definitely address all of my stuff as it's coming up. Even with me, I've been feeling like this kind of funkiness and it's like this now, like, I keep saying funky. It's hard to describe it, but it's just this kind of low grade, like, oh, I haven't gotten all of that stuff out yet. Like, invalidation feeling and, um, self-esteem stuff that I haven't, I mean, you know, we're all evolving. So like, I haven't gotten all of it. So it's coming up because it's old stuff that needs to get out. Um, so that's one thing. And then the other thing is, that is really interesting, I think, is that a lot of people are in doing this, discovering that their identities that they have been associating with, have been really identifying with, are not real and not what they uh, want. They're outdated. Let's put it yeah. that way. Um, so now a lot of people are in this kind of in-between time. Where it's like, I call it the void and this great book that I love. I've mentioned Oren and, um, Sine Roman before, but she has this chapter in spiritual growth called In the Void and it addresses it perfectly. And if you're going through this, I highly recommend it. Um, it's basically where, okay, my old personality, it doesn't fit. My old identity doesn't fit. And now I'm in this stage where I don't have a new thing I'm identifying with, but that one doesn't fit. So I'm in this very, it, it feels very uncomfortable because the personality in the mind doesn't like to be in the unknown. Yeah. It's the unknown. So I recommend if that's how you're feeling to really, first of all, back to the basics, love yourself. Like truly, you just have to love yourself in this period where it's like, I don't know what I am, <laughs> but I love myself. Yeah. And really just loving what you do know you like about what you do know you like. So even if it's, you know, whatever it is that you like to do or um, things that you love about yourself, really just owning that and then leaving space for other things to come in. Yeah, I think it sounds like there's actually a lot of power in that because you yes. can let go of the ego attachment, which is never has never been real. No. And just enter into you know, you're a human, you're doing the best you can. You don't yes. know why you're here. You don't know what's going on or what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. And that deserves a lot of compassion. And also yes. there's a lot of magic in it. Yes. I think um, a lot of people, when that stuff comes up, feel less than because it's like, well, what purpose am I serving? You know, we're kind of like, I always think about how um, I read one time that dogs need jobs to feel good. <laughs> like, oh. like cats don't need jobs. Yeah which is maybe why I am so comfortable napping since I'm a cat, yeah. but dogs really need like jobs and then they feel good. Like, Oh, oh I just go like a lot of times. That's why they give dogs like on Caesar Milan's show. They used to give him dogs, um, backpacks, like put pa like a thing over them and then water bottles. So they felt like they were, had a purpose. Like oh, they were that's taking so water. Interesting. <laughs> 
And then they felt better about themselves. So they felt like, oh, I did my job today. I think there's even a show called Dogs with Jobs, but maybe something because they're contributing to the pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've like done their thing. And humans really feel that, like they feel like, oh, I have to. Not all humans, but a lot of humans um, feel like they have to have done something to feel purposeful. And in this time period where we don't know what it is we're doing, it's self-esteem can get wonky and you can feel maybe not worthwhile so that's why it's really important to support yourself to be like no I'm just here and this is what I'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. taking care of yourself too yeah yeah learning to love yourself more and more yeah so that was the energy report okay great (laughs) so so now it's time for practical magic This is the part of the podcast where I offer fun, doable, magical practices that will inspire you, uplift you, and help you manifest the conditions you desire. Mm, Boy, I like that. That's our first segment intro, and I like it. I'm glad you approve. (laughs) So so this week goes, it goes perfectly with what you're saying, Natasha. So we have a new moon today, this day that we're releasing the podcast, Mm -hmm. new moon in Gemini. Then we have three days of a Cancer moon, so that's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I believe, (laughs) and Cancer is so great for self-love and self-compassion. It's Mm -hmm. a nurturing, really nurturing, going within type of sign. Boy, I was really glass half empty there because I was like, Cancer, oh no, emotions. Oh, oh like yeah. Sadness is going to come you, up. And then you have the opportunity to love yourself and have yeah. compassion for yourself through those feelings, connecting with your feelings. And of course, when we feel the full spectrum of our feelings, then that includes the full spectrum of our joy. So yes, that's right. Yeah. So this week with the new moon, we have the opportunity to shift our beliefs and our habits and our practices. And then with the Cancer Moon, it's perfect for uh, self-love and self-care. So to look really deeply at your self-care practices, you could start actually in the practical aspect of this, bringing this into the physical world. You could create a self-care altar. Mm. So you could choose a, maybe you want to work with a certain spirit, spirit animal, divinity, mm. or just highest light, the, the divine spirit, and you can choose a symbol of this divinity and place it on a flat surface and put a candle, maybe a seashell, maybe some incense, mm. just to, something in the physical world to represent calling in the divine to help you shift your the way you interact with yourself the way you have compassion Mm. for yourself and the way you take care of yourself i like that yeah so then set that in set the intention and you can write in your journal and assess like what are the ways i take care of myself and you know i think we often think of self-care as taking sea salt baths and painting our nails which is definitely a part of it but it's definitely (laughs) (laughs) but it's every aspect of how you care for yourself it's how you parent yourself it's Mm -hmm. you know are you giving time to the things that you care about are you Mm -hmm. valuing and prioritizing doing things that inspire you and recharge you Mm -hmm. you know like me playing the fiddle Playing the fiddle, taking a nap, you know, mm-hmm. those things aren't just like, okay, I gotta, I'm gonna let myself do this extra little thing on yes. the side, but it's not really what I'm here for. I'm here for, you know, some, for work. 
Oh my gosh, you basically just have rewritten my newsletter that I'm sending out. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, not rewritten, yeah. you've restated everything. Oh, yeah. But still it's subscribe. A, you'll, you'll like it. You still, still should. Yeah, her newsletters are really great. You won't regret it. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's exactly what I was feeling too. Like, just like giving joy like that. That is the whole point of life. Right. Right. It's not just to like, oh, this is a side thing. It's like, no, this yes. is why we're here. The divine life. source wants us to bloom and have fun and dance and like, yeah. Yeah, to enjoy. And I like this yeah. morning, the sun was streaming in the window and I was petting Solo. We were both Aww. in the sunlight <laughs> and he was looking at this beautiful radiant cat and sun. And Aww. I think one of the ways to really assess, you know, am I doing that? Am I giving space to what matters? Am I taking care of myself? Am I in the present moment? You can think of life from your deathbed. I do. I think I do this oh, every day. Me too. I like multiple back. times a day. Yeah. It's so important because mm-hmm. you think when I'm on my deathbed, I will really love this moment with Solo or I will so value. I, w- I will wish I had one more t- moment to hug Ted, mm. you know, instead of like, I won't think, oh, I should have really spent more time, you know, answering emails. Or- <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Not I that like you literally ever. think about this one nap I had with two of my cats that I've since <laughs> I still think about it. It happened in like 1998. And it was was a success. It was, it was really great. I think it's because I was working a lot and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm home during the day and I'm with these two beautiful kitties I love so much. And like, and you went right into it and you just like, this this is my life. This is a nap in my life. I love that. Exactly. And actually, that is truly how I live my life. Um, for the most part, like we have a million animals because that's really like all I ever wanted was a million mm-hmm. animals and like building my life around like Brett and I, cause we love each other so much and our fit, like it's not about like other things. So anyway, yes, I'm in so full that's support. it. That's a success. That's yeah. being a success. I will yeah. say though that I don't like the fiddle thing, for instance. So the basics, yes, I totally do. And I'm constantly like, happy with loving things in my life but yeah the just like x i consider it extra i just almost said extra like the playing music or dancing that feels like extra to me so maybe think about the ways in your life what is something that you love to do that you think of like oh that's an extra thing that Mm -hmm. you could just no that should be your life like make that part of your think about how could i add more of that yeah, like the other day I realized one of the things I love is watching old movies. And I was like, I have, I love Joan Crawford and I have still not seen all her films. Oh, I need to yeah. watch a Joan Crawford film right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It really is. Yeah. I'm going to think about that too. Like what are some more joyful, cause you know, there's, yeah. It's true. Like I think about my deathbed every day, but so important. Like, <laughs> but I still, even still, I need more um, joy, like light, light, light things in my life. Because we're, you know, we we're always parenting ourselves. We can always learn ways to, and we're always changing. So yes. we might be like, okay, how can I just really tune in? Am I taking care of myself in the best possible way? Mm-hmm. And you know what else I love is remembering to give myself hugs it sounds so cheesy but it's so powerful to give yourself a hug to kind of just like really deeply tune in to yourself and feel like you're giving love and you're receiving love it's amazing to remind yourself 
to love and approve of yourself. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, whenever you say these physical things, maybe it is because I'm so airy. I'm like, yeah, I don't do that. And I'm so earthy, you know. Oh, yeah. Two earth signs in my top three. So. Right, and I'm too air. Um, well, that was a great segment. Thank you. <laughs> Just uh, complimenting. <laughs> All right, so our last one. Um, we're gonna, are we gonna do the readings for each other? Yeah, we're gonna draw a card, but first, we want to remind you to rate and review oh, us on oh, yeah. iTunes. We are so grateful for all the ratings and oh reviews we already have. Yes, thank you so much, everybody who has left a review. We are really appreciative. Yeah, and when we're just first getting started, it's just so important for yes. helping get the word out. So, yeah, we would it, love it if you haven't already, if you'd leave us a rating and a review. Yes, thank you so much. And you can, where can we find you, Tess? At TessWhitehurst.com, and you can find our uh, show notes, our page of our um, podcast website at TessWhitehurst.com, and then click on Magic Monday Podcast. It's front and center. Yes. And you're also on Instagram at Tess4444. Four, 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 four. Four, four. That's right. Four fours. How yes. do you feel about You never talk about Instagram, so are you not that into it? Oh, no. I like Instagram. You do? Okay. Yeah. Um, and you can find me at highestlighthealing.com on my website. You can get a reading with me there or subscribe to my newsletter um, and also on Instagram at highestlighthealing. Yeah, right. and we're at Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram. Yes, we are. It's true. So I have two decks today. Again, I brought Rumi in case you want a Rumi, and Ooh. then um, and then my Wisdom of the Oracle, which I always do. Rumi, I want Rumi today. Okay, all right. Rumi um, um, was a poet, right? Persian <laughs> you know poet from Persian. right Persian. Yeah. From a long, long time ago. Long time ago. A very long time ago. I don't know exactly when, but historical um, Sufi yeah. poet. Yes, and so beautiful. And beautiful. Alana, Alana Fairchild did this deck. Um, do you know her? I met her one time last year. Oh, you year. did? Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Um, and it's a really beautiful deck, and I love it. It's a little long. I was just going to say he's a poet, and so these things are little. But I'll, I'll try to shorten it. We'll see. We'll see. Um, do you want to go first, or do you want? Oh, you go first. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to pick a card for Tess for this week of this new moon. And, and also, for all of us. Yeah, I was going to say also. Oh, sorry. For all, I mean, come on, Tess. <laughs> <laughs> also for everybody for the new moon week. Okay, here we go. Wait, I'm going to do it one more time. Okay. All right. Ooh, this is so interesting. It's from nothing to everything. It's like oh. exactly what I was talking about, about being in the void. Oh, yeah. Going from feeling like there's nothing to everything. So let's see what it has to say. Oh, my gosh. This is poor planning on my part because I have these contacts that make it really hard for me to read up close. I, I see better um, with no glasses on. but well, I mean, You could intuitively riff on it you are having trouble seeing well it's okay i want to do it. i mean my riff my intuition does say it's like it really expands is expand and expound the same word 
expounds on. They're similar. Okay. Well, anyway, on what I was saying about feeling like you're in the void where there's nothing and then finding the everything in it. But let me see. Okay. I'm going to do it. Okay. It really is the same thing. Okay. There are moments on the path of love that seem to focus on letting go, letting go of identities, of knowledge and certainty, of opinion, and even attempts at control. We may feel as though we are being stripped back to our core and even then perhaps further still. That's exactly what I was talking about with Mm -hmm. the void. We may wonder if we can bear it. It's very difficult. What shall, if at all, remain intact through these rigors? We may feel challenged every time we attempt to become something great as though we are blocked by circumstances beyond our control. And then I'm going to skip just because it's a lot. Um, and if you want to go get this deck and read more, you should. It's a great deck. Um, I would like to. Um, okay. Something Then something magical happens. We participate through presence along with the unfolding story of our soul journey. We open up to whatever is asked of us, presented to us, happening through us, as we choose each day to come alive as much as we can. Then, as if by magic, there's something else that occurs. That would be grace. Real, rich, dripping with goodness and sustenance. Grace. This is the sacred blessing that enables us to pay attention to opening doors rather than closing ones. The divine assistance that lets us know our life proceeding according to a greater intelligence and plan. Once we stop thinking quite so much and the day to, and and live day by day, we will be blessed with the real with sorry with the realization that our individual life story is so much more extraordinary and perfect than anything we could have summoned, even with our wildest imagination. Yeah, I'll stop there, but it's very beautiful affirmation to keep going if you're in that void. And um, yeah, that there's a whole beautiful life here in front of you. Yeah, let go, step into the present moment, mm-hmm. align with the mystery, yeah. enter into the wisdom of uncertainty. I don't know who I am. I don't know what's <laughs> going to happen. I don't know mm-hmm. why I'm here. And then, and then you start to dance with the universe. Yes, I love that. Yeah, I love that too. Have you ever done ecstatic dancing? Mm, yeah. Isn't that just like dancing with a group <laughs> of people? <laughs> it's you like they looked like you were doing it for a second. You were like, um, dance with the, yeah, yeah. You, that's what it's like. They call it ecstatic dancing and they play music and you just like freeform dance with people. Yeah. Don't, yeah. But it's yeah. not at a club. It's, you don't talk to them. It's like, exactly. a, yeah. <laughs> there's I like, no and there's no touching involved. Right. Yes. Right. You just move around and feel your heart and it, yeah, and you just move around. Did you like I did. That? I actually did a workshop where oh. I taught a workshop on it um, oh. at a pagan. It, I, I didn't call it ecstatic dancing. I called it a moving meditation, but it was definitely the yeah. same type of deal. And yeah. it's really so important and beautiful and yeah. healing. Very healing. It feels, it's hard at first because it's like if you're not a real, real hippie, it can feel like, what am I doing? This seems strange. But then the second you let go and are into it, it's like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's, there's something really um, primal, something really human, inherently human about dancing with other people. The music, the rhythm, it's just, it's so powerful. It's really beautiful. Yeah. All right, let's hear the other card. 
Okay, so this is from The Wisdom of the Hidden Realms by oh, okay. Colette Baron reed I need to get more decks. I kind of have cleared clutter recently. I have That's good. Just this one and my deck and then one other Colette Baron reed I think I have one other Colette Baron reed Oh, yeah, the um, the Wisdom of Avalon. I should bring that one next time. You could also um, do a tarot deck. I could. You but, like that? Well, I just feel like it might be, I don't we could get a card that just by itself I might not feel like, I don't know. Well, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Okay. okay so this week I chose Gaia's Garden. And this is a, a deck where there's um, either it's an ally or a challenger, depending on if you draw it right set up or upside down. And we got it right set up this week. Okay. So Gaia's Garden, fruition, abundance, reaping what you sow. Wow. I love this. Yes, it's really good for the new moon. And the message is, in Gaia's garden, you have everything you need to make your dreams come true. There is no shortage of anything, and you're constantly reminded of the law of supply. Mm. Gaia is the infinite spirit manifest in all tangible things. She represents the abundance of nature. When she comes to you as your ally, she invites you to partake of all the blessings of life. There will always be enough for everyone. Success comes to you from the fruits of your intentions and all is well with the world as a result. This is also a sign to remind you to give thanks and maintain an attitude of humility and gratitude as your greatest good now manifests for you. Guys, gifts are sweeter when you share them with others. I love it. So yeah, abundant blessings this week. Concentrate on your gratitude, on Mm. enjoying on taking care of yourself like we're talking about and treating yourself to things that nourish your spirit. Mm-hmm. It really is aligned with all of our things because I, all of our cards and what we were saying too, because I feel like also when you're in the void, it feels like, well, there is no garden. There's nothing there, oh, but it's like to reckon. Yeah, exactly. It's an affirmation that actually, no, it's all there. It's just not there as you had identified with or you know, had been associating with, so associated with. So you just need to, yeah, open up and see the garden because it's there. I love that. Yeah, because that's, um, it's, it reminds me of how when we stop trying to control everything with our limited mm. human mind, our belief that we're this separate being, when we stop thinking, like we need to define ourselves, we need to understand, like, what is my identity? Who am I? What's my yes. purpose? Like you were talking about. If we can really let go of that, step out of that, then that is what allows us to create space for the universe to flow in so we yes. can co-create with the – and that's us. That's who we really are. We're one with all that is. Yes. So that's stepping into true power, infinite abundance, yes. knowing our power, knowing our boundaries and respecting yes. them. Yes, because whatever is real can't fall away. So if it's falling yeah. away, that means it's not real anyway. And so then you can allow space for what is real to come in. Yes. And get excited about it. It's fun to when you're, it's very easy in that space to get scared, like, oh no, ah. but instead to get, try to shift your mindset to getting excited about, oh my gosh, what's coming in? I'm so excited. Yeah, this suspense is terrible. I hope it will last. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Willy Wonka quote. He's like, when he's channeling that aspect of manifestation, oh, stepping so into great. that uncertainty. I love that. 
Well, thank you, everybody, for listening again. We appreciate you so much. We and do. This is so exciting. I've just really, really been is. loving this podcast. <laughs> if we do say so ourselves. Creating it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the experience. I know. But. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. All righty. We will hope we will see you next week. Okay. Have a good Bye. week. I don't know what I am, but I love myself. <laughs>